This is Health Matters with patience. Your choice, your life. A very good evening to you. Thursday, the 21st of April. I'm hoping that you are healthy and you are well and that you have a big old smile on your face. I know that Thursday sometimes can be one of those days where you're just so exhausted and you can't wait until the weekend. But hey, we had a very long weekend and look at us. We survived it. And I'm hoping that we are keeping it safe wherever we are going about our business. This is Health Matters with me, Patience Musa. Something we do every single week. Thursdays from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. And we like to help you. That's why we do this. To help you. Because to anybody and everybody out there, at some point, your body, a part of your body is not going to function like it should. And you need to understand what's going on. And so we bring you Health Matters. And we also have this platform that we use. Our WhatsApp 0731168045 that you can make use of. Whatever questions you may have, send them through to our WhatsApp and uh, the expert in the studio will be able to assist. And today's expert is Dr. Dennis Sibanda. Dr. Dennis Sibanda, welcome to ZFM. Uh, thank you, Patience. Uh, thank you, Zimbabwe. It's an honor to be with you at this time. Well, the honor is ours and mine. And so you are an ophthalmologist. I'm, I, I'm always lousy at this. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. Ophthalmologist. An yes. eye surgeon. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, so yes. look, I've been, um, you know, to all sorts of surgeries, walked by, driven by so many spots, and I've seen uh, optician, optometrist, um, but an ophthalmologist. What What is the difference? Okay, uh, thank you. An ophthalmologist is an eye surgeon, as we said. Mm-hmm. An optician is an a, a, a medical personnel who also checks and treats and uh, prescribes glasses but we go we complement each other but our training is different an eye surgeon first of all becomes a medical doctor so you go through five years or seven years of medical school and then you qualify to be a junior doctor you go through your internship for two years and then after those two years you then go through a four-year or five-year program where you actually specialize so for an eye surgeon, then they do four years of specializing on the eye, where they learn after, to treat. After all those other years. After all those other years. And then in total, maybe about 11 years before one becomes an eye specialist. So you are able to then operate on the eye, treat the eye conditions. Uh, for an optometrist or opt- optician, they go through a four-year degree program, where they are then taught on eye health care, and then they are taught to pres- prescribe and, and, uh, and give glasses and contact lenses. So both these two cadres complement each other uh, to give uh, good eye health care. Okay. So can one be all three? You can be all three. You because it takes too long <laughs> to do all three. It's, 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 there's no point in doing all the three because either you're an ophthalmologist or you're an optometrist. Okay. Yes. But then you, I do find that there's some spots where they have um, everybody. It means that they have all sorts of different um, uh, doctors who who are working under one roof. But it's not the one person who's everything. Yes, you can work under one roof. You can work in one place or you can work in different places. All right. Yeah. All right. We are learning. That's what we're doing right here on my station, your station, ZFM Stereo. Now, um, Doc, um, 
what what are the most common um, causes of blindness? Okay, here in Zimbabwe, yeah, I'll talk about is, is Zimbabwe. Is it different it's everywhere different, in the world? It's different in, dif in different countries, but Zimbabwe and Africa tends to be the same. So in Zimbabwe, the commonest cause of blindness, fortunately, it's reversible blindness, is cataracts. That would be the commonest. Tanga, Shanga, Umtwana. Then the second most commonest cause of blindness, blindness, unfortunately, it's irreversible blindness, is glaucoma. Mm. Uh, patients actually go blind because of glaucoma. Unfortunately, it's picked up late, and by that time, most patients will be blind. Of late, we've seen another third important cause of blindness, which is coming up due to diabetes. Uh, you, you realize that a lot of people, because of their changes in, the life, in their lifestyles, are becoming diabetic or hypertensive. So we see a lot of people becoming blind as a result of diabetic eye disease, diabetic complications. Uh, okay. So it's another very important area which I think people have to be aware of and people have to be, uh, they have to be taught and explained to so that they can prevent blindness from diabetes. It's a preventable cause of blindness. I like what you're saying because you're saying that uh, with all of these, um, you, you need to be able to see the signs earlier on. But what are the signs really that something is wrong with my eye? Because, you know, and, you know, sometimes your eye, you know, sometimes waters, you know, for whatever reasons. But how do you know that you actually have an eye problem? Okay, thank you. Uh, the eye is meant for sight. So the most important thing that one has to always check for is that are they seeing well? If you are not seeing well, then if you want to seek treatment early, uh, we have two eyes. So if one sees very well and the other one doesn't see well and you lose vision in that other eye which is not seeing well over a period of time, sometimes you may not notice it. So the easiest thing one can do is probably, probably once in a while close one eye, look out with the other eye, see if it's seeing, close the other eye and uh, see if it's seeing but the most or the, the the advice that i would give people is that get examined get your eyes checked you can go to an optician you can go to, go to an ophthalmologist and then can get checked cataracts yes are quite easy you can see the symptoms of losing vision over a period of time uh, with glaucoma unfortunately well, well, what causes cataracts okay cataracts uh, are caused by you know mostly age as we grow old above the age of 70, you are likely to develop cataracts. But even those who are below the age of 70 may also develop cataracts. Diabetics, for example, uh, even babies are born with cataracts. Oh. Um, so there are many causes of cataracts. Sometimes in misuse of drugs, you know, you can go to a pharmacy. These days people want to look yellow, yellow bones. Oh. Uh, they want to use the steroids to look a bit lighter. And unfortunately, those steroids may cause cataracts. There are wow. some patients who are on um, drugs for psychiatric treatment. Uh, sometimes they may also uh, get cataracts. Infections of the inflammation of the eye may also cause cataracts. So there are many reasons why people can have cataracts. But by and large, the commonest one is senility when you are getting old. So now, um, a lot of us do think, you know, that when you're getting old, it's normal for you to lose your eyesight. Is it? Though is it because of the no So I find that a lot of people keep, keep don't do anything about it because they think it's it's a natural way. It's 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 what's happened. The body is slowing down. Uh, certainly, as we grow older, our eyesight changes. But obviously, you want to look and be checked and see what's the cause of the 
poor eyesight. So if let's say you need reading glasses, for example, you can't see very small print. Uh, when you saw me coming in here, I was putting on spectacles to try and read the small print. Oh. I'm not that old, but I need the glasses <laughs> to read. So yes, you, your eyesight will try and, I mean, will get uh, reduced, oh. but che be checked. You go and see an eye doctor, they check for, uh, for, for the reason why you're not seeing well. Uh, sometimes it could be cataracts which are treatable and they, they, can, they can be treated and you can see very well. Uh, sometimes it's, it's, if it's glaucoma, it can be picked up early and then if it's picked up early, then they'll prevent onset of blindness. As I said, glaucoma is not, um, there's no obvious signs. It's a, it's a silent disease. You lose vision without seeing that you're losing vision. And the best way of doing that is to actually get checked. It's very common in Zimbabwe about 6% of the population may have glaucoma. So if you can do your meds, 6% of 14 million, how many are those? Oh. It's quite a big number. And it's very common after the age of 40. So everyone who is above the age of 40 get checked for glaucoma. Anyone who has a family of glaucoma, please get checked even if you are 20, even if you are 12, please get checked for glaucoma. Look, if you are listening right now, this is my station, your station, ZFM Stereo. If you're just joining us, you are right on time and you don't need to be touching that dial because certainly you're going to be hearing stuff here that's going to change your life and make your life better. Now, Dr. Sibanda is in the studio with us and, um, you know, as you were talking that you must close your one eye, you saw me closing my eye as well. I'm checking myself as you are speaking and even when you said after 40, I was thinking of myself, I'm like, oh, okay. And you keep on saying we need to get checked but look um if you're listening right now if you have questions for dr sibanda send them through to our whatsapp 0731168045 this is health matters now you keep on saying that we should get checked we should get checked with our teeth we know we should go uh, so many times a year to get checked you know we know how many times you should go and get checked for everything but what about with the eyes how often should we get checked Okay, uh, thank you. Um, it's not one size fit all answer. Um, if you are, if you have any problems with your eyes, get checked there and then. Then we have special people, you know, special people like diabetic patients. At diagnosis, you are told that you are diabetic today. Get your eyes checked the following day, or as soon as possible. You are hypertensive. If you have high blood pressure, get checked as well. Okay. If you have a family history of blindness, get checked. But um, obviously there are some programs that are supposed to be running in schools, you know, in primary schools, you know, or in uh, preschool school, schools. You want to be sure that you catch this baby, these kids very early so that you can identify if there are any who cannot see very well. If they require glasses, they are given spectacles at that time. Um, if you go to your pediatrician, we have a small baby, they, they seem to have a squint, uh, get them checked to see if, what is the cause of that squint. Or if there's a family of eye problems, you know, get checked, get those kids checked as early as possible. So if you then have eye problems, then each and every person is then asked to, 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 to follow a routine examination. For example, let's say you have glaucoma and your pre eye pressures are very high, you can be told to come next week. May be told to come next month, so each one will then have their own routine schedule uh, prescribed to them based on their eye conditions. But if you are well and you are an adult, then at least you can be checked once every two years. And if you require glasses, you can be checked as often as your your, your doctor advises you, either the optometrist or your eye, eye specialist. Now, I feel like you're really reading my mind here because I was just going to ask you about, uh, you know, the young people. 
um, and you you said that um, we should get our kids checked as earliest as possible, especially if it's with. So so what? So eye issues are hereditary. Is that what it is? There are some that are hereditary. For example, I, I spoke about uh, glaucoma being hereditary. Mm. So, yeah, so if you have a family of glaucoma, yes, you have to be checked. Then there are other conditions like short-sightedness, uh, long-sightedness, or, you know, where you require glasses or spectacles. So as a parent, if you wear glasses, yes. then you should make sure that your kids are also getting checked. Yes, particularly if you wore glasses at an early age, mm. you know, in your teenage age group or earlier than that. Yes, there are glasses that you can wear when you're above the age of 40, which comes with uh, what is called press biopia, where you can't see small print. That one is not so much important, but the, one that, the ones that put on glasses early on in their lives. And when you say early, how early should we get our kids checked? Uh, as early as primary school. It's primary school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so even Mwanarim grade zero can, can get glasses? Yes, they can get glasses. At okay. Any age, yeah. And again, please uh, tell us what are the signs that something is wrong? Uh, because sometimes our kids can't express themselves well. How can you tell as a parent just by looking at your child that they may have eye issues? Okay. Uh, sometimes uh, if you s send your kids to pick up something at night, if they don't see very well, they may fail to pick up whatever you've asked them to do. Uh, during the day, they may sit very, very close to the TV. If they are school going age, they will, the teachers may tell you that they do, they, they, your child is not seeing very well. If you ask them to sit at the back in the class, they can't see at all. Um, I'll tell you there are children who are actually in some of these blind schools like Kapota for the blind, Jairo Siri for the blind and some of those children were there because they were not seeing very well because they were not tested and they were not given their spectacles and when you go there and you actually screen them you may find that some of them all what they need is just spectacles you give them spectacles and they move out of that those special schools and what do these spectacles really do do they correct over time or do they just make it possible for the child to see does it mean that this child is going to be wearing glasses for the rest of um, their lives Yes, uh, it's, it's, it, you, as long as you are putting on the spectacles, then they will help you with focusing. When you remove the spectacles, you go back to where you were. So they don't actually correct the short sight, but they help you see better. Okay. Um, there are some people who may require surgery to correct their eyesight. Uh, you know, with the advances in new technology, you may hear of the word LASIK, where it's laser treatment to correct short sight. Is this something that you do? Um, it's done, but unfortunately in Zimbabwe, not yet. Okay. Elsewhere, yes, it's being done. And, and how does it work? So the principle is to change the shape of the cornea. So for people who are short-sighted, the, sh the cornea tends to be a bit steep. So they flatten that shape, I mean that cornea, so that it becomes flat. So the cornea becomes less powerful. Uh, because if you, if you remember your, 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 your biology, uh, images uh, tend to fall in front of the retina if you are short-sighted and they fall behind the retina if you are long-sighted. So by changing the shape of the cornea, you are changing in such a way that the image will actually fall on the retina and then the person can see very clearly. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, we all have different shapes of eyes, different types of eyes. I've noticed that there are some people who have really, really red eyes. What, 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 what is that? Is that, a, is that an issue with the eye or is it normal for some people to have eyes like that? Okay, I mean with the complexion, obviously there's a, a range that you, yeah, that you come across. Some people have brown eyes, others have white eyes, some have red eyes. But obviously there's an, 
the, the, the obviously there's, there's, an, there's a time when you say this is not normal. So red eyes tend to be abnormal. So they may have an allergy, they may have an infection. Uh, so you want to check and to see if it's actually normal for them. But most people will have brown or white eyes. Okay. And uh, what's your uh, take on, um, you know, these days fashion is taking us in all sorts of places and people are wearing contact lenses. Are these um, healthy for our eyes? Okay. Anything done to in excess is, is not healthy. Uh, uh, cosmetic contact lenses were meant for people who... We have problems on the, you know, corneas. The, their corneas may be looking a bit abnormal. So you put in a contact lens so that it looks the same as the other eye. But obviously, industry being industry, have then gone on to manufacture cosmetic contact lenses for beauty. And most people then tend not to use them appropriately. You go and buy them off the, off the, the counter. You are not told how to take care of those contact lenses. You don't know how to clean them. Sometimes you may clean them with uh, very dirty water. You, you know, the, the, it's, it's, sometimes it's, they, 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 they fall and they, then you just they, they pick, pick it up and yes, put yes, it yes. back in the yes, eye. Yes, yes, yes. So you then sometimes end up getting infections in the eye. But uh, if, they are, if you are properly told how to take care of those contact lenses and look after them very well, you are very religious about taking care of them, then you reduce the chances of getting So you can wear them every single day? obviously not there are restrictions on how long you can wear them depending on the type of contact lens that you are using okay for some it, you may be told maybe not more than six hours but others will be up and about for this for 12 hours in a day they go beyond the, the 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 recommended time so the best is know what type of contact lens you are using is it a recommended one did you actually get it uh, uh, from a recognized or from a trained person or just over and, the counter yes, yes, or yes. someone gave you yes. <laughs> yes, something like that yeah it's a crazy world yes. out there and uh, so for as an expert what would you recommend contact lenses or glasses okay the people who put on contact lenses always have a set of glasses that they they, they use at times because if let's say you uh, up for 24 hours obviously can put on contact lenses for 24 hours so both complement each other as long as you have been recommended to put on contact lenses uh, uh, i would recommend that you continue using contact lenses you've been told to put on spectacles you do the same now yes. earlier on uh, you mentioned a laser and um, now i know a few people who've had this done and uh you know i think for my uncle he's diabetic and uh, i think he's better now and uh, some some folks for all sorts of reasons how um how how do they work and, and what kind of state do your eyes have to be in for you to have to go for laser treatment okay there are many different types of lasers that can be used on the eye you spoke about diabetes, your, your uncle being diabetic. So he should have received a, treat, a laser treatment for his diabetic eye disease. So that type of laser you, you, is part of your screening. You are seen by your doctor who tells you that you have diabetic eye disease. And to prevent onset of blindness, then they start using laser to treat the back of the eye. So that's one type of laser that one can use. There's also other types of laser that are used. For example, if you have had a cataract operation, you may develop a membrane, sort of a small membrane behind the lens, your artificial lens that was put in the eye. So you, so you want to sharpen the vision, so you use what is called the egg laser to make the vision better after cataract surgery. Then there's another type of laser that can be used on the eye to correct 
short-sightedness you are putting on spectacles so you want to flatten the cornea so they use laser to correct the short-sightedness so there are different types of lasers that can be used on the eye Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five is our WhatsApp, and uh, there are questions here for you. Messenger reads: Hi, Pesha and Doc. Hey, I'm a thirty-two year old lady. I have um, gel-like buildup on the iris of my left eye, causing me not to see almost impossibly, and it cre- creates continuous buildup. What could be my problem? Okay. Um, unfortunately, we don't have many ways to describe uh, what we see or what is happening to our eyes in terms of the language. So I was just wondering what kind of gel is that? Um, in the eye, we have what is called vitreous jelly, which is behind the iris. Mm. And then there's what is called aqueous fluid, which is in front of the iris. Um, so maybe what this person needs is they need to go and see their doctor and then they may get checked and then see what's happening to their eyes okay another question here says i was checked uh, on my eyes in 2013 and i was prescribed glasses but whenever i wore them my eyes would be painful and then i stopped wearing them in that year 2013 uh, fast forward today i still have the same pair of glasses and never use them but i can read properly but don't see clearly images from 10 meters away my question is um can I just start using my glasses or should I get checked again? Oh, 2013 is long back. I think she needs to be checked again. Um, usually when you get glasses prescribed and you don't see with them very well, um, just go back and be checked again and see if you need a change in the prescription or a slight correction or you want to be told taught on how to use the glasses. So don't just give up and stay at home. Uh, go back and be checked again. All right. And uh, somebody here just sent a message through, and I think they were talking about the eye issue, whereby, you know, somebody has a red eye. So it's not it's not the, this eye that's red, but it's the surrounding white part, you know, that, that is red for some people. You know how, like, when some people are tired yes, or yes, when yes. someone is drunk, their yes. eyes are red like yes, that. Yes. So um, um, she's actually, um, okay, or oh, it's a he, I don't know. They're saying that they're growing up, their eyes were red, but not painful or anything and then it cleared uh, when they were in form one any idea what the problem was yes um it's uh, most likely this person had what is called allergic conjunctivitis mm. what is called venal cutter so what happened is uh, when you come in contact with the uh, chemicals in the air that irritate one's eye then the the, the eyes become red and then uh, as as you grow older or as, as they grow older they grow out of this uh, problem and then their eyes become white if you, if you, if you look at um, i'm sure i've seen people with this rash you know when they are still very young this mm-hmm. rash that comes on it eczema it's almost along the same lines it's an allergy as well okay. so as they grow older they grow out of it so so, so as a them. parent if your child's eyes are like that then you know there's some they are reacting to something not necessarily always if the eyes are not normal get checked first mm. and then you'll be told whether it's an allergy or something else okay and then so it an can be an allergy whereby the eyes are not itching or anything they're just red usually they itch okay yeah 
Alright, another message says in in Novavi wani maziso ndikatanga kukwenya and obuda tumapundu so and no wanzo zita nguva yikunaya zhinga pedzwa nei I'm 28 years now. This is what you're talking about, right? Because sometimes you find people have darkness around their yes, eyes, yes, their yes. eyelid, around yes, the yes. eye and because they were scratching so much when they're young, those areas have actually become darker. Yes. So, this allergy conjunctivitis is also known as the spring cutter. It happens in spring and during okay. the rainy season. You know, during rainy season, you have lots of pollen, lots of flowers uh, blooming, and then people tend to then have allergy to those uh, to those uh, flowers or different types of uh, grasses and uh, they then experience these itchy eyes during that time. Okay, so it seems like uh, these allergies are quite common because Arlene is saying that her eyes tear up in August. And August is, is one of those allergy seasons, right? Uh, it's in, an allergy in some, month, in some right? some people, yes, mm. but not everyone. Or maybe sometimes they may be reactive to the light. You know, if you're outdoors, it's very hot in August. Sometimes it's wind in August. So people tend to tear it due to a different uh, number of reasons. Our time at exactly six minutes to nine. Time flies. There's never enough time on this show. Health Matters here on my station, your station, ZFM Stereo. And today we're talking about eyes with our expert, Dr. Sibanda, in the studio. Now let's talk about um, albinism and eyes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, albinism and eyes is quite... Uh, a broad, a, a broad topic. topic and it's an important topic but mm. what we know is the uh, people who have albinism they have problems with their eyesight uh, they have problems with the development of the eye whilst they are inside their mother's womb there are few connections that don't go or that that, that are abnormal if, even at birth so they also cannot fix it you know they, when you look at something they don't keep their eyes straight their eyes are wandering why are they wondering? Because of those connections that are not normal. Okay. So number one, so those are the connection problems. Number two is that there are areas which we will call the fovea, you know, an area where on the retina, which is supposed to see very well. That's the center of one's vision. That fovea does not develop fully. So it's underdeveloped. So because it's underdeveloped, these patients don't see very well through the, because of that underdevelopment. Then they lack pigment on their eye you know if you look at their iris they don't look dark because they lack pigment uh, a lot of light enters their eyes hmm. so, yeah, so they become very very sensitive to light That's so that means they need to wear protective uh, eyewear they, they, they do yeah so that also interferes with the clarity of their vision they don't fix it so their eyes are wandering can uh, that be fixed unfortunately you can't fix that so no uh, laser treatment, nothing uh, yes, can, yes, nothing can correct can be that. Done, yeah. But, uh, you know, we have various degrees of albinism, mild to severe. Those with mild albinism can get corrected to, have, to see very well. And then those with severe albinism, they can also get improvement in terms of their vision so, so that they become actually functional in life. But they'll never see 100%, unfortunately. Okay. Now, uh, in the last few minutes that we have right now, remember, you can send a message through to our WhatsApp 0731168045 because Dr. Sibanda is in here and he's going to be responding to these questions. Now, let's look at some, I don't know whether these are myths because I don't know yet whether you, you're going to tell me whether it's true or not. But let's talk about 
carrots now i've been reading about carrots all my life uh, if you want to see well you better eat a lot of carrots is it true do carrots actually um help us see good okay yes the carrots have a chemical called bitter carotene and bitter carotene is part of the what is what our eyes use they, they how make, much of is it is in uh, a carrot yeah i'm not so sure about the actual amounts but obviously you don't have to eat 20 kgs of, <laughs> of carrots you just have to eat uh, a balanced diet and bitter carotene is not only found in carrots it's found in other types oh, of vegetables okay. yeah so if you are eating a balanced diet uh, obviously even if you don't include carrots in your diet the bitter carrot will be available so it's not so much how much you eat it's how much you don't eat of the bitter carotene Oh, yes, okay. particularly in young young patients who develop, uh, you know, measles, for example. But I don't think it's a worry to eat 20 kgs of carrots per day. Okay. Shouldn't worry about that. And now let's talk about uh, transplants. I also heard something some years ago, uh, you know, something and then it works out. Do you do eye transplants? No eye transplants are being done throughout the world. Why? If you if you look at the eye, if if you remember from a biology, there's an area called the optic nerve. The optic nerve carries information from the eyeball to the brain. It has millions of nerve fibers. If you look at an electric cable, mm. you can imagine if you cut an electric cable and you want to connect those small Everything. wires together, mm-hmm. uh, how do you do that? It's impossible. So you can't do an eye transplant because you can't connect those million cables together and uh, you are dealing with brain tissue uh, optic nerve is like brain tissue you can't connect that so that's why you can't do a cornea transplant stay right where you are move body or part of the eye where you can do transplant you can remove the cornea the cornea is the window into the eye so if you look at my eye you see that there's that brown mm-hmm. that that's the iris in front of the iris there's this transparent membrane which is called the cornea you can remove that and put another another cornea so you get a donor cornea from someone who has passed on, transfer that cornea, put it on you or myself, and then a person can see better. You can take part of the white part of the eye, put a transplant if there's a small little defect there, or you can put, put you can do a transplant of a small part of the what is called the conjunctiva. So yes, you can do part cornea, cornea transplantation, part uh, scleral transplantation, but not the whole eye, unfortunately. Is this something you do? Yes, yes, it's done. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's done in Zimbabwe. Oh, very interesting. Mm. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Sibanda, for coming through. He's an ophthalmologist, and uh, which is an eye surgeon. Did I pronounce it right this o- time? Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Maybe I'm overthinking it. <laughs> yes. But thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for taking time and coming through and explaining. I'm hoping uh, that we've all learned something and we'll, we'll, we'll take better care of ourselves. Before you go, uh, your advice on maintaining a healthy eyesight. Or healthy eyes don't get beaten on your uh, by someone uh, keep your eyes stay, away. Stay, away stay, from stay, fight. stay away from fight but if you're diabetic i'll come back to diabetic patients these are special people i think uh, they need their they own need, program they, we they, need a program they, on they, it they, they need to be looked after very mm-hmm. well take care of your eyes a diagnosis get examined and then go into a treatment schedule be seen every year it's a preventable cause of blindness and nobody should go blind from diabetes make sure that your diabetes is well controlled your bp is well controlled and i think it's a special area that people have to look at and discuss in the future
Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Well, uh, certainly we learned something this evening. My name is Patience Musa. On my station, your station, ZFM Stereo Health Matters, every single Thursday from 8.30 through to 9 o'clock. And my time is up. I got to go. Please stay healthy. Take care of yourself. And, you know, our bodies are so important. Let's feed them well, treat them right, because when things go wrong... Oh, man, they can go so wrong. You don't want to go there. So uh, take care of yourself. This is your week and your weekend. So claim it, take it, own it, and rock it. This is Health Matters with Patience. Your choice, your life.